When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, breaking news here on Daily Thrones. A quick look at the world of ice and fire. As you know, I cover both Game of Thrones and Star Wars. Those are my two fandoms of choice in the media discussion world. And they're colliding, sort of, from a certain point of view. It's announced today. I'm looking at it here on StarWars.com, so it is official. That David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, Dan and Dave, toss here in the Game of Thrones world are going from Winterfell to a galaxy far, far away. That is not my uh, that is not my phrasing. That is from StarWars.com. Benioff and Weiss are going to create, write and produce, so not direct, but write and produce a new series of Star Wars films. We don't necessarily know what that means. They will be separate from the episodic Skywalker saga, as it's called on Star Wars. Uh, but it is, uh, and it's also separate, issues from the Ryan Johnson trilogy that's being developed right now so this is interesting this is intriguing it's also puzzling it also shows that i don't quite know what's going on at lucasfilm and i mean that in a good way and a bad way sometimes there uh, seems like it's a shotgun blast just see what we can hit Sometimes, uh, you know, it's about getting, getting good talent. I'm glad they will write and produce. I'd like to see some new directors in the Star Wars world. Uh, some female directors, uh, some different points of view and perspective. So I hope Dan and Dave and Ryan Johnson, who's not going to necessarily be directing this entire trilogy, do it. But that's kind of the puzzled part of my response because it just uh, sometimes this news hits and you don't quite know what to do. But... Uh, as far as the show itself, or the movies itself, because of what we know from Dan and Dave on the show, I think they'll they'll bring some good writing, those beloved shades of gray. Uh, I do not believe this will be Old Republic, at least in a direct uh, adaptation of that game. I believe that is going to be on the streaming service, uh, the Disney streaming service. I believe you'll have an Old Republic-era TV show there. That's my prediction. But this is interesting. This also means we could get more Game of Thrones actors crossing over into Star Wars. I'm fine with that. Space Lena Hetty, I'm on board with it. Series based around a young female character played by uh, Maisie Williams, I'm on board with that. Let's give it a go. Uh, we'll see what it can mean. But it's interesting. These worlds have officially collided. If you have any thoughts on Dan and Dave taking over a Star Wars series of films, after, of course, Season 8 is finished, let us know here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken, Kevin Ross. Yeah, big news today that the producers of Game of Thrones are doing Star Wars. Here's my really quick take on it. Uh, I don't care if they do the Old Republic. I don't care if they do the New Republic. I want them away from any established characters. I want them to establish a section of the universe all by themselves, just like Ryan Johnson is. Why? Because we see Dave Filoni have done, has done that with Rebels. He's taken the rules of the universe and applied them to new characters to create new fandom. That's what's going to keep Star Wars alive. That's what's going to keep Game of Thrones alive when it comes to prequels or sequels or anything else. Uh, and I know these guys will do a great job because we've only got six episodes left. 
uh, with 60 to 70 minutes long. They're a little bitty mini movies. They can keep it tight. And the concern has been online, will they put enough women in, in directors and producers position? That's what Kathleen Kennedy is for. If she will fire her Lord and Miller weeks before Han Solo, she'll ensure that women are represented. Thanks. Hey, Ken. So I just had this idea. I know we've talked about canon and canonical timelines here a bit on Daily Thrones. One of the things that's popped into my mind recently is the idea of Game of Thrones continuing on with the show's canon once the show has ended on HBO. Um, as many of us have read the books, I think there's twice as many that have not. And I personally think that they are going to go that route where it's through any form of entertainment, uh, shows, movies, books, uh, you know, radio, audio, whatever the case may be. Um, I think we're going to get the canon timeline of the Game of Thrones television series extended through other media once it finishes season eight. Now we know there's some spinoffs. We don't know how likely those actually are to happen. Um, but I do think that an extended canon is a very good idea. And if for nothing else, it'll line their coffers for a while. Um, so just a thought I had, and I'd love to know your opinion. Uh, thanks for taking the call and have a great day. Canon. It's important. It's important in Star Wars. Hell, it's important in Lord of the Rings. It's definitely important in Game of Thrones. Now, in something like Star Wars, maybe in Star Trek, it's viewed a little different. Uh, that blaster needs to be used by that guy. Uh, this ship needs to be here at this point of the timeline. And th things can get muddled. Things can change. Uh, talk about the Kelvin timeline in Star Trek in the new canon with Lucasfilm in 2014. But in Game of Thrones, it's different. George R. R. Martin has created a wonderful world that we all love diving into. Chances are, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, on some level, you love this history. You love the timelines. You love stories and legends from the days gone by within the story. So it's Legends and fiction almost inside of fiction. And then there's the facts, just the cold, hard facts. The TV show had to change some things, understandably, right from the beginning. Though there was pretty much a faithful, straightforward adaptation of the first book into the first season, they, they did make a lot of changes. And though the show now is outside of the, the books and is not following that trail as closely as it can because you know, they're ahead of the show. They're, excuse me, they're, the show is ahead of the books. Back in season one, it was already changed dramatically in some ways because of, well, starting with the ages of the characters. Ned Stark went from mid to late 30s to early 50s. Uh, Daenerys Targaryen went from 13 to late teens at the earliest. It's never really addressed. Rob Stark, Jon Snow, all aged up. Arya, aged up. Out of necessity. Yeah, couldn't get away with some of those sex scenes with Danny and Khal Drogo if she was as young as she was in the books. And then to have Arya become a killer. To be perpetuating so much violence later on in the story. Her being a little older needed to. So the changes were necessary. But in doing so, some little details. Like a butterfly... Changing uh, uh, the time, changing uh, the tides elsewhere. You know, the butterfly effect. You know what I mean. Uh, aging up the characters created different histories, different timelines. 
Battle on the Trident, Robert's Rebellion, in which that battle uh, was uh, part of and, in fact, ended. All of that, all of that is now a little different. When was the Age of Heroes? It's different in the books than it is the show. So, while Game of Thrones will expand on HBO with new shows, spinoffs, prequels, Sir Thomas Atal has called in with a great question. This new canon. The show, the shows, if they go on, have to muddle this. They have to play with it. They have to adhere to the show canon, which means some things that we know and love as a fan will change. I think that's a good thing. I think overall that's the way you need to go. Just be too confusing. And I want these prequels or spinoffs or whatever they may end up being to be in the same universe. I don't want some different tale. The timelines, any changes in the characters, any changes in the histories, I think need to be met. Show canon versus book canon on Game of Thrones is unfortunately a thing. At the same time, it is what made HBO's Game of Thrones so good. It has its own history that is so, so close to the book history. You can study what George R. R. Martin has put out there. The World of Ice and Fire book is still one of my favorite resources of all times, as is the app. Quick way to study up on Game of Thrones. You just have to know some of the things are slightly different. Are you guys upset by the idea of new canon? Are you thrilled by, hey, the the idea that they should keep to that? And we have two wonderful worlds to study. Two sets of numbers to memorize. What do you feel? Let me know here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I've been seeing something going around um, since the Super Bowl. A lot of people are taking that the ad that Peter Dinklage was in with uh, Morgan Freeman. People are looking at that ad, that Super Bowl commercial, and taking that as a sign that Tyrion is, in fact, a, a Targaryen, the, that theory. I mean, it's a theory that's been floating around. Uh, I don't know. I, I think, you know, perhaps maybe people are just reading, you know, just too much into it. Would they put a, an Easter egg like that in a, in a Super Bowl commercial? Um, I don't think so, but I, you never, with this show, you never know. Uh, Eric, I love that call. The fact that uh, Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones theories and speculation is so fun and runs so deep that we would look at a Super Bowl commercial and try to figure out some clues for season eight or the story at large. It's hilarious, and I absolutely love it. Almost to the point where I, I hope it's true. <laughs> Just to teach us a lesson, we should even pay attention to the commercials. Funny notion. Uh, but then, then again, that's the power of the show and this story. We want to know. We want clues. That's Daily Thrones for this broadcast day. We'll be back tomorrow with a lot of things. We'll see what breaking news will lead us down different discussion paths. And we can continue that conversation about new canon and also first and last shots and a whole lot of things as we race towards Season 8 here on Daily Thrones.